Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. Welcome to Brand Lover. This week I have a beautiful lady that I want to introduce you to. Her name is Teresa Tripodi. Some of you might know her already. Um, I think it's been a few years now that we've been in the same circles and worked together several times. Um, So I know her quite well, but I really want you to get to know her because she's a beautiful soul and she has got so much to give. Um, So welcome, Teresa. Well, thank you for having me. It's so nice. (laughs) You're most welcome. Um, So I'm not going to intro you. I would love you to do that. So tell us a little bit about you personally. um, And then also, I would love you to introduce your beautiful brand. Sure. So hi, I'm Teresa. I uh, am a wife and mum to two very active boys. We're based in Sydney. And... um, I've come from a big Italian family. My husband comes from a big Italian family. So you can just imagine what that's all like. (laughs) And my brand is Sherbet Creations. So I help women in business with their gifting. Um, So that can cover all sorts of different facets, which I'm sure we'll get into a little bit later. Yes, please. Um, But yeah, there's some traditional methods and some more creative methods that people might not have thought of either. Yeah, amazing. Um, So you mentioned your big family. Yes. And I know that you, um, like entrepreneurship, I guess, is kind of in your blood. Yes. Um, Tell us a little bit more about that and your journey and, you know, um, what else is going on in your life? Because I know that your husband has his own business as well and you've got some other things that you're working on. So if you want, if you would like to share that as well, please do. Yeah, of course. Yes, so uh, entrepreneurship is very much in both our families, actually. Um, So all of my grandparents basically have had their own businesses as well. Wow. Um, Yes, so dating back to both of my grandfathers came from Italy to Australia on their own. Um, My dad's dad had his family already at home, whereas my mum's dad came like as a single man and started his family here. Uh, But they both were, you know, business owners. They created their own um, way of life. They, you know, struggled with the language so that it was difficult to get jobs and things like that. So they just worked on their strengths to do that. And then um, by the time my dad came over, because he was born in Italy as well, uh, he went to school for a little bit, but then he opened up a butcher shop with my Mm -hmm. uncle um, and then they both ended up having their own butcher shops because, you know, yeah. why not? Um, and, yeah, they, um, you know, had their own businesses up until not long ago. My dad just retired. Oh, that's <laughs> exciting. Yeah. So um, over 40 years of a, a butcher and um, manufacturing and stuff like that for small goods. Yeah. Amazing. So, so were you always, you know, going to start a business? Was that something that... Um, not really, actually. I always thought, like when I was younger, I always wanted to, and I'd make uh, little makeshift businesses. 
So I used to have like a massage parlor. I made oh. a room at home and I'd make flyers and give it to my family and friends. Oh, I love that. Oh, yes. You know the, the fluoro uh, A4 paper, the, the multicolor fluoro paper? Yes. You put in your printer. Yeah, that was my flyers on those colors. <laughs> Classy. Oh, yes. Big time. And, you know, I always wanted to open up a restaurant, an Italian restaurant. I yeah. think um, dad being in the food industry, he would uh, supply a lot of meat to all the local restaurants. So uh-huh. I used to sort of think, oh, what would I do in my own restaurant? I'll take that from that one and that from that one. So, yeah. So yeah. even though you weren't consciously really thinking in the future, it was always just part of who you were. Oh, big time. Yeah, because I'm an only child as well. So I spent a lot of time with my parents at work or you know when we'd sort of go networking I'd go with my dad to events or different suppliers and things so I was exposed to a lot of that growing up yeah that's amazing so um so tell us about your family business as well yes so we've got uh, a couple of businesses (laughs) (laughs) just a couple few that we're we're entrepreneurial that's just our our vibe um, so my husband's a building designer. So we have um, that business, Design Concepts. Um, so he helps, like you know, residential uh, plans and house plans mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, we've got another business together that is is coming um, in the architectural residential space as well. That's called ePlan Hub, which you'll yes. uh, find on Instagram for now. But it's coming. It's coming. Watch this space. It's going coming, to be you know, incredible. Rachel helped us with some stuff as well. <laughs> so you can see her work. Um, and then we've got my business, which is, um, as I mentioned, yeah. Sherbert Creations. So, yeah, we've got a few And there's things. a lot going on there. Yeah. But we're oh, here we to it. really focus on Sherbert Creations yeah. um, and you. But yeah, it's that's just my so baby. <laughs> fascinating to, you know, to hear your story and and to, to you know, that it's like, it's, it's not normal. Like it's not normal for, do you know what I mean? Like in oh, a good that's, way. that's fine. I've never been normal. It's no, good. No. I love it. <laughs> I meant, but you know, like it's fascinating. I think it's fascinating because, um, you know, for me to be an entrepreneur, even to, to say that is, is a bit weird, you know, like it's a bit strange. Um, feel like a little bit of a black sheep in the family I guess because you know most of my family are teachers Mm. so oh I mean it's funny now that I'm teaching (laughs) branding and design right in your Um, own way I tried to avoid it but it's sort of come back around to bite me in the bum but um but yeah (laughs) I just I love that I love that that's part of your heritage and it's part of your upbringing and Mm. and that it's so um it's really just part of who you are and and I think that's amazing like just coming from someone who's got totally different perspective and I'm sure a lot of our listeners do too because starting a business is scary and you know it's scary enough even when you've been exposed to it let alone I was gonna say that even for someone yeah been around it so much and in different businesses and things it's still just as scary yeah yeah and so yeah anyway it's just I love it I love it um okay so all right let's get back let's get back on track um so I know as I said earlier you know I know a lot about your journey because we've worked together but um I know that um particularly with the Shepherd Creations um it hasn't been a real like linear trajectory which is sort of what you expect when you start a business you're like this is what I'm going to do this is where I'm going and that's that 
Um, And quite often it doesn't go that way and our brands do evolve and we have to adapt with them. Um, So tell us a little bit about that journey and like how Sherbet Creations was actually born and and sort of how it's, um, I guess, evolved and progressed to where you are now. Yeah, for sure. It's been a journey, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, So you wouldn't believe it that the way it started was um, a partnership between myself and my sister-in-law. And we had uh, craft kits for kids. <laughs> I don't, it's, it's completely, you can't even see totally the different target. Yeah, you can't even see the, the relationship there. Um, but she was in the early childhood space. And then I uh, really enjoyed the marketing space. So we put our heads together and that was born. Mm-hmm. Um, shortly after, she wanted to return back to that career. And um, for me, I didn't have that early childhood expertise and it wasn't what you know lit me up yeah um so I sort of changed it a little bit to focus on real estate and settlement gifts because my career prior to children was a real estate agent so I had that experience yeah so um and I I knew that a lot of the agents I knew were trying to give gifts and I always thought oh we could be a bit more creative we could be a bit more nicer than that yeah Uh, let's elevate it a little bit so I did that for a little bit and that was um, I think the decision to do that for me was it was kind of an easy decision I knew potential customers already I had some relationships going and I felt like I could sort of go there in that space Mm -hmm. Um, but then I figured out that it didn't light me up either (laughs) okay was my career that's interesting yeah it's just so you went that way because you felt like it was going to be smooth and easy because you knew a little bit easier yeah like that's what I just I thought well what else do I know what else can I offer oh I was a real estate agent for so long let's pull that and that wasn't the thing it was okay like I feel like and I know I still speak to so many of my real estate friends but they all wanted the same thing yeah and it just got a bit like oh you want that okay you were bored bored, and I get bored very easily (laughs) yeah well that's a fairly um common entrepreneurial yes isn't it definitely so I needed something where it would really test my like creative side of my brain Uh, I needed to exercise that a bit more Mm -hmm. Um, and then I found slowly slowly I was attracting new customers that were women other business owners like people similar to me Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed working with them because I got to understand their brand and I would get to implement their values and their colors and all that kind of stuff in the gift so every job was different yeah I was like yes this is good. This is fun. <laughs> yeah. So then did you decide to lean? Was that a conscious decision to sort of lean into yeah. that more? Yeah, definitely wanted to lean to that more. Um, so I had to change my branding again. So yeah. um, which is where you came in into yes. my life. Um, <laughs> because my my previous logo, which was my second logo. So I had my craft logo, then I had my second one. It was yeah. black and white. It was all like monotonal. It didn't have any warmth or much personality. It was very corporate. Um, So I wanted it to reflect a bit of my personality and a bit of who I wanted to attract as well. So we did that. Yes. And so how are things going now? 
Oh, so much better. I really love what I'm doing. I love who I get to work with. I get to meet mainly virtually, but I get to meet so many inspiring women that it just, it lights me up each time when I get to talk to someone new and hear about their story and their business. Yeah. And, um, and I I mean, we, (laughs) I've hired you and you've hired me. So that's what I mean when we know each other fairly well, but, um, you know, like I, the thing I loved about working with you, I think the most is that you seem to get just excited about my brand as I do, you know, like when like Teresa came up with a custom gift solution for my um, high-end branding clients and it couldn't be more perfect. Um, And I just, you know, you can tell you you just like, you just glow (laughs) when we were talking about it. I still distinctly remember the, the conversation because I think it was the end of our brand discovery session for you so we were kind of started talking about it and then I was kind of like I'm sort of stuck I want to do this I've got this you know I've got this idea about how I want them to feel and you know what I want to do for them and and you were like well how about (laughs) this and I was like yep (laughs) I think I even grabbed an item of mine I was like look at this and I said that's perfect and it was so good so yeah I oh it's just it's I guess it's that um it's the alignment like it's that whole alignment of um you know knowing what you want to do and for you like for your passion and for your purpose and having all of the steps of your brand in alignment to you know to discovering who that perfect person is to be able to it's like a two-way street it's you know Mm -hmm. like they get the benefit out of it and you then in return get that personal fulfillment which is what heart aligned branding is all about Mm -hmm. um and I guess part of um this whole podcast idea came from so you know you and company that and um, encompass that sorry I just blended two words together um good. I'm just, rolling with it anyway I just wanted to toot your horn then um oh, okay. I appreciate that <laughs> so let's like just talk about the actual gifting side of things what is it that you love about like the concept of gift giving and why does that light you up so much you know outside of um you know who you work for and how you do it but more just about you know like tell us about that sure I mean I even growing up I was always the the kid that would look into the the positive things and always seeing the positive side of life and and really showing my gratitude for people Mm. Um, so I would be the one that would you know write little drawings or send things or I had pen pals all that kind of stuff and I really enjoyed letting people know that I was grateful for them yes um and I I I try to carry that on into my adult life obviously it gets a little bit you don't send drawings as much anymore well I I do (laughs) you do with your little (laughs) designs and sketches But I always wanted to make people feel good and lift people up. And um, I found that also with me as well, I I changed the way even I shopped. Like I would then sort of shop more from small businesses. And I was really intentional about that because I knew that on the other end, they would be doing a happy dance or I would be contributing to some life goal that they had or something, you know. Such a nice way to look at it. So I tried to change sort of that, you know, way of life and I sort of brought that into the business as well. Yeah. That's so um, beautiful. I love yeah. it. Um, 
And let's talk about that actually goes, that actually is a really good segue to the next question, which I had, um, I just really love to find out, like, how does it work? Because I know that you've got um, ready-made gift pack, um, packages, but you've also, you also do custom. So sort of how does that work? How do you find new suppliers? How do you know that they're the right ones for you? How, like, how do you anticipate what people are going to want? Um, yes. you know, how do you source brands that you want to collaborate with? Um, like how do, yeah, that, that how does all that happen? So overwhelming to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's been, um, it's been like a learning curve because, for me, it's like what I like and what I might enjoy could be different to other people. Yeah. So um, for the last few years, I've just been getting to know a lot of people um, for different reasons. So I would get to know people as, you know, potential clients or if they sort of align with who I think is my ideal target, I'll get to know them. And, you know, I love a good social media you know, hang out and chat in the DMs. And like, I feel like I'm friends with all of my social media you're <laughs> followers. You're a and... very gifted networker. Yes. I think yeah. that comes from my dad, actually. Uh, well. I've come from the realisation in this podcast because he's the type of person that every you walk around and people know him. He just gravitates yeah. people. Um, but I just like to get to know people. And yeah. that kind of just makes what I'm looking for a little bit deeper yeah um and then in the same sort of sense with the suppliers and the businesses that I I stock um I try and do as much networking as I can so uh, when we were allowed to I would go to like the gift fairs and the trade fairs and things like that um I would generally find brand new people there like it would be rare to find someone there might be a few that I know yeah um, that's always kind of the start of the journey and the relationship then you follow them online and you get to know them. And as, as long as our values are similar mm-hmm. between me, them, and my potential clients, I have to try and make sure they all marry up. Yeah. Um, then I, you know, inquire about building another relationship and yeah, having them come on board and level. things like that. Yeah. Bring so, you home to meet the parents. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, you'll be, you'll suit, you'll, you'll come and home with me. <laughs> you can come to my Sherbet Creation family. Yep. Yeah, come I to the fam, that. exactly. That shows true integrity, um, you know, especially that with that whole, um, what you said about ensuring that their values are, what you know, like it's so, it's easy for a brand to say that they have particular values, but it's not until you spend a little bit of time with them to know, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether or not they follow through on those and they're consistent with those. And I love that that's so important to you to get to know for your, um, you know, your target audience, which you know. Yeah, well. it's not just about me. It's about the yeah. broader community. And yeah. more often than not, I normally buy products at retail just like a normal customer, they don't know me yet. And I'll be testing them on the side. I'll give them to some friends and people yeah. to test for me as well. And what do you think of this? Do we like it? So a yeah. lot goes into it before. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah. And you're always doing that um, on socials too, aren't you? Like you're always sort of saying this or that, which one, yeah. and just sort of testing them. Always testing. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Like that's that just shows that you you actually care, you know, like that mm. shows that you have true alignment with your brand value. Yeah. That's Thank just... you. It's true. It's important. I don't want to recommend something or put something together that I'm not confident in. Yeah. Yeah. 
Amazing. Um, all right, so let's get a little bit deeper. And um, if you don't mind, like just from a strategy perspective, so let's talk mm -hmm. brand strategy for a minute. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind sharing some insights on how, you know, gift giving within your business can strengthen your brand. For sure. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is especially now we're living in a digital world as it is at the moment, yeah. um, but even more so now during, you know, the pandemic times of the world. Yes. So, um, so many people are sort of isolated, lockdowns, this and that. And yes, they can consume your brand digitally, um, but a lot of brands don't have anything tangible. Mm -hmm. So to actually receive something in your hands just deepens the connection mm -hmm. um, a lot more, which I know you know with um, when we did your gifting. <laughs> um, being a digital brand yourself, you don't have a particular yeah. tangible product that you would ship off. Yeah. Um, so it adds another layer and you know, you, they get that experience, that unboxing and customer experience. Um, so that's one part that I think mm -hmm. is um, kind of on a strategic route. Yeah. Um, and then you're also, like, if you are strategic about also what gifts or what items you choose, you're potentially going to be in front of your customer daily, yeah. constantly. So you are there, little reminders subconsciously, all yeah. the time so it's kind of like a little like referral base in the product like yeah. you know, if they want to if they get asked for a recommendation subconsciously you're in their brain already yes you'll be someone that first of all stood out with something different and sent them something and yeah. second of all always that reminder being around um so it can go a lot deeper than people realize yeah, absolutely. It's almost like, I mean, this is a really um, probably probably a bad example, but I guess it's like, you know, when you receive a magnet, like with mm -hmm. advertising on it, that sort of thing, it's like, or I don't know, um, oh, I can't think of any really good examples off the top of my head, but that type of thing where you can actually, something that you can use that mm. is just that constant reminder, you know, usually it's the takeaway shop or whatever, but, you know, I know that. Yeah, like you might buy like a toaster and a kettle and they're on your bench yeah. all the time and you see that little brand or you see and you use your kettle every day to make your cuppa yeah. and you're going to think, oh, I like my kettle. If someone asks me, yeah. I'll recommend mine. Yeah, absolutely. And also, you know, like that feeling that people get when they receive a gift, like how, how, like beautiful is that feeling when to know that somebody's thought of you and especially mm -hmm. I know your gifts are so um can be so can be personalized and that's you know mm -hmm. one of the most um lovely things is that they're not just cookie cutter mm -hmm. um, you know like it shows thought and and you know if that's important to your brand um it's really important to to go that little like just spend that extra little bit of time like really isn't it like that intentional thought mm -hmm. um, can and you know and then when they see that item around the house or when they're using it like when they're having a cup of tea or whatever um in um say for example a custom-made mug that's got your logo stamped on the bottom <laughs> um wink wink um you know that just it also reminds them of that 
that positive mm-hmm. experience and that feeling of, of yeah. and that, that can only be a good thing about, you know, strengthening your reputation and, and sort of, um, I guess, positioning your brand and strengthening it in their hearts and minds. So um, if you don't mind, could you, I mean, I just shared my, my personal example, but um, sure. if you sort of have some ideas about how you can incorporate gifting into like your business. So maybe if you could give a few examples for e-commerce businesses, I know that they're product-based anyway, but just like on around those. And then I guess, particularly for online service providers, like it can really, um, it can really set your brand apart. So um, yeah, would love just some quick brainstorm ideas. Yeah, of course. Okay, so with the e-com side, I feel like when you introduce gifting, it's just it's different. Even though they receive a product from you, they've placed an order and it's coming and whatnot. They they know what to expect. Yeah. But with a gift, you really can surprise and delight them. Yes. So uh, a few different ways that come to mind is if you have stockists, if you have um, stockists that stock your product you know, they're placing sort of larger volumes throughout the year. You might want to send them an end of year thank you gift um, to sort of strengthen that relationship so they continue ordering from you in the following years. You might want to uh, host giveaways or prizes or sorts and that's kind of like a surprise there. Um, I know some um, e-com businesses in the past, they've done like a new product launch. So we've um, sent some gifts uh, to a few like influencers or a few of their highest paying customers yeah some of their, like VIPs just to launch something new um, so there's a few different ways there yeah, I love those yeah thanks and then uh, with the service-based business I mean the world is your oyster I feel with the service-based so yeah. you could if you um, have like a membership or something or high-end mastermind you could have like a welcome gift Mm-hmm. Um, if you do any kind of retreats, you can have um, something there to welcome them to the retreat or something they might use throughout the retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, a few coaches that I've worked with before, we send things that they're going to be using for the program. So there's like a few nice pamper things. There's also like a journal to do your work in or mm-hmm. sort of um, a mix of different products. So is that sort of like thinking this is where that whole strategic and intentional thought comes in is like not just you know the start or the end but like Mm -hmm. something that can be distributed throughout the period of working together yeah yeah sure so we've um I've worked with a few people that we kind of look at their whole year and we see all the different opportunities where they can use gifts um and even people just want to buy a gift just because they kind of allow one gift per year or something if they're kind of in the coaching space to just just because like just because we want to make you feel special or something to celebrate a milestone in your life or something yeah you know like that it's not, not as planned yeah um, so that yeah. that whole surprise and delight scenario which just shows such thoughtfulness and means a lot yeah, I think yeah. those ones in particular mean that little bit extra because you're really thinking of them in at that time, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever reason you're celebrating. Yeah, I've got all the warm fuzzies now. Oh, thanks. That's what I love. Bring on all the <laughs> warm fuzzies. I just love the whole, you know, the concept of expressing gratitude and, you know, and, and because as business owners, 
um, without our clients, we wouldn't have a business. That's right. And so it is a very humbling experience, I find, to engage mm. with new clients. And, and, you know, I think that um, sort of marking that, symbolising, you know, I guess in, encompassing that gratitude within something physical, as you said, something tangible, just means mm. that a bit extra than just an email saying thank you or um, that type of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I just, wow, <laughs> there's so much to think about. Um, and I, oh, I just, I know that there's going to be so many ladies that sort of are going to be having their sparks fly off um, mm. from listening to you and just even just your philosophy is so beautiful and um, very inspiring. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So um, is there anything else that you'd like to add or share to our brand lovers? Uh, any like last final thoughts or tips or on how to approach gifting? Yeah, for sure. The, the only few things that come to mind is there's no industry that I can think of or that I've worked with that you can't think of a way to show your gratitude or a way to implement gifting. Like I even sometimes challenge people on Instagram, tell me what industry you think it is and I'll share, I'll share how you can implement gifting in that particular way. Um, and also I, I want to bust the myth that it doesn't have to be a super big expensive exercise. Yeah. Um, a lot of people generally would think, you know, custom gifting especially, I need to get so much and a big volume and a big expensive exercise when it doesn't have to be that way um, for a few reasons because at the end of the day it's the thought that counts I know that's sort of an older saying but it's that's the reason you're doing it it's not about the value of and how much money you're putting towards it it's all about the thought Um, and that alone is what's going to last and how you make your recipient feel is what's going to last rather than Oh, how much did they spend on this kind of thing? Yes. Can I just highlight that? It's not how much you spend, it's how you make them feel. For sure. That just that's just lights me up. No, it's so good. That's fine. Um, <laughs> and you know, if if you might be a little bit, you know, financial conscious, which is totally fine. I can mm. be like that in my business as well. Mm. Plan ahead. It's so um, easy to, if you're launching something new, to factor something like this into your pricing. So plan ahead and then you don't really feel it. Yeah, absolutely. Absorb it into the, like the cost of running a business. Yeah. So if it's something that you want to do on a regular basis, just treat it like an expense. Yeah. If you have a marketing expense or an ad expense or whatever it might be, it's, it's the same thing. It's those things put you in front of more people and strengthen your brand and awareness. And this is another way of doing that. Yeah. And that's so important. And I love that tip. I really like that tip, especially, you know, like um, when you review your, your pricing structure once a year, which, you know, I know some of us don't, but we should (laughs) technically be reviewing our pricing structure once a year. Um, You know, that's something to consider Mm -hmm. um, including that. And I love that, that tip. Like, I think that's a really good, Um, a really good takeaway so oh my gosh thank you so much for your time and your wisdom and your just your bubbly essence I just love hanging out with you so so thank you um so let us know where we can find you where can we find Sherbet Creations and so I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Sherbet Creations and then the website's just sherbetcreations.com.au 
Perfect. I love it. It's so easy. Yeah, all the same everywhere. You'll find me. <laughs> so go and go and search for Teresa. Go and um, follow her on Instagram. Particularly, I know that she loves to hang out there too, um, and say hello. And yeah, let her know what you got out of this episode. I'm sure she would love to have a chat. Oh yes, yeah, please come and say hi. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Teresa. Thanks, Rachel. If you loved listening to this week's episode, pretty, pretty, please click subscribe so that you don't miss any future podcasts. Also, if you have just a minute, please feel free to leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. I'd so appreciate it and it will help spread this message further. Thanks for being here. I'll catch you next week.